Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Chan Monet, and today is an installment of with Save a Girl, Save a World, which is a 501c3 dedicated to empowering young Black women through mentorship, leadership building, and activism. And as you guys may or may not know, it is Financial Literacy Month, and I'm so excited to welcome to you all today, Miss Gail Perry Mason. She's an amazing trailblazer when it comes to finance and everything under the sun when it comes to that. So welcome to the show. I am so honored to be on your show. You are the bomb, and I'm so proud of you. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for celebrating Financial Literacy Month. And thank you for supporting Save a Girl, Save a World, because you you are our world. Thank you. Thank you. If you guys remember um, from back in November, I went to the Save a Girl, Save a World retreat and uh, Miss Gail Perry Mason was also there. So I was able to meet her in all of her glory um, and just like learn everything about her. But she's done amazing things, everyone. I kind of just going through her bio was kind of hard to pick, you know, the best things to mention about her, but I'm going to do my best now. Um, so she is a, uh, she started uh, the first ever virtual money camp for Money Matters for Youth, uh, and her expertise in finance is present at her speeches before University of Notre Dame, the uh, All-Star Games, the NAACP Image Awards, and other prestigious events. She's an ambassador for the Walker's Legacy Foundation, and... She has worked with Chrysler, Ford, General Motors, MGM, and more, just giving them advice about finance and financial literacy. Um, and she believes in how opportunity doesn't happen without unity. And I love that. That's right. It's all about unity, Sydney. You know that. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get into like the nitty gritty. If you want to, you know, get into your story of how like you got into financial aid, how you got associated with Save a Girl, Save a World. Let's start off with that. Okay. So, Sydney, if you really want to know how I got started in financial literacy or in the financial service industry, because I always say, you know, what I do for a living versus what I do for life. So for a living, I invest for others. And for a life, I invest in others. So it's a big difference. So during my day job, you know, I work on Wall Street and help people invest. And then my night, well, my night, my weekend, my before life, my purpose, my divine assignment is helping our young people invest. And it all came together. But Sydney, you, thank God you will not have to go through this, but you go through other things at your age group. But I ended up back in the day, I went away to college first year. You know, I was, um, I was raised by older mom because she adopted me when she was in her 50s. So I was in foster care, the whole deal. So anyway, long story short, I had no mentors at all, at all, at all. So I went away to college, got married, pregnant, divorced, all within the same year, nobody's business, which came first. So I'm telling you that, Sydney, nobody's business. Okay. So not on this podcast or anywhere. But anyway, fast forward, just, you know, imagine what could happen. But anyway, so I ended up sending out my resumes back in the day because I was like, oh my God, I have a child. What am I going to do? So mm-hmm. I ended up seeing resumes on all these different brokerage firms. Well, not brokerage firms, all these different firms who I thought would hire me. And then I just mailed it to them. We didn't have email back in the day. So anyway, so I ended up, this brokerage firm called me and I'm like, oh my God, it's a divine orders, assignment, whatever. I'm broke, brokerage firm. So I didn't even, I was a biology major, everything else. Anyways, I went to work at a brokerage firm as a receptionist. They hired me because I like to talk, as you can tell. So I was like, people were coming in the door. Nobody looked like you, Sydney. Nobody looked like me. So people were coming in the front door. All were men, all were white men. And I'm like, 
what's, what's the deal? What's the deal with this? So finally, a woman walked in, but she didn't look like us, but she walked in. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? And she said, I'm going to invest money. I said, how much money do you have? She said, oh, a little over a million. And I said, oh, great. And I said, so where'd you get your million? I thought, and this is back in the day, Cindy, I thought she caught a case, hit the number, whatever, where she got a million. She said, no, I got divorced. And I'm thinking, girl, me too. But I am like, who would you marry? Because I'm overdraft protection was my line of credit. So fast forward. I ended up, she said, I never want to work a day in my life. I want to raise my children and invest this money for my divorce settlement. So I said, hey, can I get promoted to a secretary? Because success leaves clues. So I wanted to go into people's accounts. Like, hey, what you own? What you own? What do you right. do? What's going on here? Right. Like, what are people doing to just have their money work for them? I mean, it's a whole different new world. I, I exchange dollars for hours. The other people actually have their money work for them while they're sleeping, while they're eating, while they're doing everything. I'm like, well, wait, how does this happen? So I started, I'm giving you a secretary, start going to people's accounts. And, you know, I'm not encouraging, you know, anybody to do that, start looking at people they have or whatever. But I said, oh, they, you know, for example, back in the day, it was coach stock. I always wanted a coach purse. And I was oh, like, oh, wow. wait a minute. They own it. I want to carry it. They own, you know, Louis Vuitton, you know, Moet Hennessy sock. I'm like, hey, I want a Louis Vuitton purse, which I still don't own a Louis Vuitton purse. So I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. They, they're, I, I want to carry it and they want to own it. So I said, oh, I got to teach my people. So I asked, I become a financial advisor. They're like, oh, no, 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 get off. Single black mama. Oh, no, single black mother. African-American in this industry. The answer is N-O. So anyways, I kept working as a secretary. I was disappointed. I took somebody's books. Let me tell you, Sydney, they had their books sitting on the table. I ended up taking their books. I went and picked up my son from daycare, came back, copied them. Did not know copyright laws at the time. I was like, let me copy these books. Studied in the morning, like four in the morning, six in the morning for the series seven, this eight hour math exam. So I ended up, I was always good in math. So I was like, I'm passing this test. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, you know, took the test. Another secretary paid for me to take it because I, I was like broke, broke. So then I ended up passing the test. They said, oh, you're a licensed secretary. So I ended up, I said, I'm putting on a seminar. I'm teaching my people. I'm going to figure out how to put on a seminar. So I ended right. up, I went to the library. Sydney, I learned how to write press releases. I learned how to contact every Black organization you could think of. Black MBAs, Black accountants, Black this, Black anything, anything. I learned how to do it. And everybody had newsletters back in the day. I said, hey, can you put this in here and tell people to come? We had all these people, RSVP to this hotel. And I'm thinking, I'm not going to pay for this. So I asked my job. I said, look, I'm licensed. Can I do it? And I was like, oh, no, 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 Gail. You have to remember, we're not paying for this. We're not supporting you. And I think so I went home and you know cried to my mama. And she was like, Gail, don't lose that good job. That's a good job. You got a good job. Benefits, you got a kid. You're, you're a single mother. And I'm thinking, ugh. She said, I have no money to, to waste on this, on a mm-hmm. seminar for you to teach people. For what? That Wall Street stuff is nothing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, no. And then right. so anyway, fast forward, I read about John Rogers and, Mer- and Melody Hobson. I don't know if you know who Melody Hobson is, you know, CEO, I mean, chairman of the board, Starbucks, everything. I read about, she was an intern. He was a CEO. I called up Melody Hobson like, hey. I said, hey, can you do me a favor? And then that's how we became friends. I said, can you do me a favor? This is my story. Can you help me in Detroit? She said, yeah, let me see your list of all our clients. Boom, invite all these people out. We're going to do it. 
And so I ended up getting her clients. I ended up taking a job as a cocktail waitress every other night for two weeks, went to the hotel, but I had dollar bills, quarters, everything from all my tips. Actually really made it rain, Sydney. I just went down there like, here you go, here's the money. And and $350 and quarters, everything. They had to count it up. And we just had cookies and water. But I put on this seminar, I had over 200 people out. And I said, hey, if you got $25, start investing today. And I came to my next my office, boom, here's 100 accounts. They're like, Gail, what do you want these little bitty accounts? And I just broke, I totally, it broke me. I broke down and started crying. And it was like, well, we're not going to give you any training. We're going to give you 90 days. If you make these numbers, we're not going to give you any training, any leads, no nothing, but you got to make these numbers. And if you don't make these numbers, we're going to give you a chair with wheels on it so you can slide over being a broker for 90 days. If you can't, you got to slide right back over being a secretary. So then, yeah, I never looked back. So then, you know, I came senior director, vice president, blah, blah, blah. But that's what happened. But the thing is, I did it. I wouldn't change anything in the world, Sydney. Not one thing. So that's how I got in the financial service industry. But it also is why I teach our young people because I want them to be better than me. And that doesn't mean have more things than me. Sydney, I want you to have a better credit score than me. More assets than I'll ever have. More opportunities. That's what I want you to have because of what I had to go through or grow through. And then, but you're going to grow through other things, other obstacles, but I don't want you, since I've already gone through those obstacles, you got new obstacles to go through. So anyway, that's how I got into the financial service industry. And that's why I teach our young people. And that's why I teach people. Wow, that's awesome. I I love that story. And, you know, I really think uh, the thing that gives me most anxiety is money. Um, If anyone here, like, you know, like listening, like that knows me personally, I am a worrier beyond belief. And, you know, you know, something I have to worry. Yeah. Like it's something I have to work on, you know, like I, you know, I pray, you know, to God and just be like, just release it from me. Cause you know, they always say like, give it to him. And, you know, he what does your shirt say that you have on right now? It says no fear. Oh, okay. 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 No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, listen, 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 I made this, this painting. I know the people listening can't see it, but it says worry less. So I, I, love it. Yeah, okay. so I try to, you know, remind myself and be like, it's okay. You know, just trying to re- remember my relationship with God and just be like, it's all going to be fine. Um, and it's really helped me in like on some of my worst days. Um, but especially when it comes to finance, as I'm a senior in high school and trying to get into college, um, I've seen it happen for others. I know that I can go to college debt free, especially with everything I do. Um, Cause I usually wouldn't do this. Like 12 year old Sydney is like gagging right now because I don't really like to brag about myself, but when it comes like a time where it's like, Sydney, you need to up, like stand up for yourself and be like, you have all these accolades you deserve, you know, this and this and this. But when it comes to like finance and stuff like that, like I really, I get really sensitive when it comes to the jargon or when it comes to like, investing and stuff like that because they're like okay yeah stock market this and that and I'm like what does all of that mean and like bitcoin and all that and like you're not like you know the first person who's like a master of financial literacy that I've had on my podcast and you know all the times before like I would grow just a little bit more in my knowledge um and then when I met you back in November like 
I really just wanted to start being serious about it and just falling, finding like small ways to invest or like just get money and stuff like that. Cause you know, um, my podcast is like a full-time job, but because it's like part of my philanthropy, I don't get paid to do it. So through this, I often uh, have to get compensated through like motivational speaking events that I do or like in all these other things. Cause I can't afford to get, or I don't have the time to get an actual job. Um, so yeah, I, that, I think for me, that's probably one of like the, the scariest things about it, just like the the jargon and like, you know, how to get started. So I guess this kind of leads me like into my next question. What kind of guidance or advice or anything that you can say to put anyone like me uh, at ease when it comes to approaching some stuff like investment or just like you said, getting better credit scores and just understanding how to work with your money and have your money work for you? Okay, so Sydney, first of all, Congratulations on being where you are. Right now, this is your divine assignment. And I know you just said, I don't get paid for my podcast. This is what I do to give back. But you need to do something eventually to get paid for your podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want you to do. So while your podcast is playing here, they're all over. Like you can get sponsorship for your podcast. Another thing, I know you do motivational speaking and things like that. You, I want you to start doing things and like I make my young people get a pillowcase and write down on the pillowcase, what's making money while I'm sleeping. So what I need Sydney to do, what would I tell you to do? First of all, start increasing your income. There's a way you could, you're young. You could do anything. There's different ways you can become an influencer. There's different ways you can do things. So and I'm going to tell you where to start. I want you to start, write this down, the penny hoarder. They send you things every day on how to create avenues of income. Cindy, if you could do a podcast saying, hey, I could not use my cell phone for 24 hours, not use any internet, blah, blah, blah. And it's so difficult. They have a way on, at the penny quarter, people, they will pay if they could research how you could actually do this. They will use you as an example, especially since you have a podcast, you're an influencer. Mm-hmm. So I need you to do that, to actually go to the penny quarter. Every day, they're going to send you something every single day. I need you to start, read, take a little bit of time to read it. I need you to think ROI, write that down because you're going to have to have a return on your investment a return on your investment of your time and what you're doing. This is your gift. People get paid so much money from podcasts and you're like amazing, Sydney. So the next thing I need you to do is to start doing other things such as getting a financial coach. And this is what I'm telling you to do. So start researching places like Elevest, E-L-L-E-V-E-S-T. I'm not, you know, supposed to say invest in this, do this, do this. I can't do that with my license, but I'm going to tell you who to call, who can just say, hey, I'm a financial coach. I can do this, this, this. Then, of course, put a GPS on your money. Follow Mm -hmm. your money everywhere it's going, Sydney. Like, okay, I got $20 here, $5 here, whatever. I need you to follow the money where it's going. You You might say, well, yeah, I really don't have that much money. Okay, well, follow what money you do have. And then we get it because the Bible does say, and you believe, you pray, all everything. The Bible is the best book, the best financial book in the world. So, Mm -hmm. and it says to invest, 
It says to be a good steward over your money. If you have $50 a day, be a good steward over that $50. Whether you're going to put a little bit in tithing, a little bit in investing in something that's making money while you're sleeping, and then say, hey, I'm going to get the Fetch app. So every time it's called the Fetch app, every time you go and buy something, you do the receipt, you uh, take a, a photo of the receipt, upload it, make money. If you want to take pictures of your podcast while you're doing different things, I'm going to take a pictures of this, pictures of that. And then what am I going to do? Then I'm going to upload it to Etsy, to all those different places. Um, I stop photo, Shutterfly. Mm-hmm. So while Sydney is sleeping, people are buying your pictures of cars, trees, whatever, rocks, kindness rocks, whatever it is. People are buying pictures of that so they can actually use it for their, whatever they're doing, for their pamphlets and whatever. They're going to do that. So I need you to also, and I don't know, even if you like taking pictures or don't, whatever your passion is, your passion is speaking, your passion is talking, motivational. And then another thing, I have a 14-year-old girl. Oh my God, she's amazing. Her name is Praise. And what she's doing is she's consulting people her age and being like a life coach, a motivational coach for them. So you here, Coach Sydney, come on. So you could actually host something and be an actual coach. Like that is your, and I mean, I, I see so much promise in you. Like, heck, you can be my retirement. You can like, Cindy, you can be like, okay, I'm doing this. Your parents can be like, oh, oh, you are retirement because you are like amazing. You don't have any fear, but you can't be a jack of all trades and a master of none. You can't do that. So when it comes to finances, it's like, okay, I can't do this. I got a little fear of this. I'm going to hire a coach. I said, I do want you to go to Elevest tomorrow, mm-hmm. Monday, whatever it is, put it on your Sydney's mind, my own business hour. Sydney needs a, bit, a whole hour or half an hour just to mind your own business and say, okay, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. And then hold yourself accountable. I need you to get an accountability partner. I need you to set up your own personal board of directors, Sydney. Say, hey, I need this person on my board, somebody to motivate me, somebody to do this, somebody because you can't do it, do everything. Do you need a mentor? Yes. Do you need somebody spiritually? Yes. You need somebody to help you out physically, everything. You have your producer, you have people like that. I need you, and who's on your board of directors. So you think about people who help you, who help you, period. You know, just people who help you. They are on your personal board of directors, heck your parents, whoever. So I need you to like, this is my board of directors. They don't even know they're on your board. And then I need you, the way you are, you're so young to actually groom yourself to sit on a publicly traded board, groom yourself to sit on boards to say, hey, do you need a young person on your board? And then start writing like gratitude letters to people. And that's how, that's what I have, when I was in my early twenties, I would just write people the good old, you know, pen and paper, write, just, this is what I did. I I have, I always go on Amazon and I don't know if you could see, but I have stationery that just has my name on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, I touch 10 people a day. So with a, th- with a note, congratulations. I'm proud of you. I don't ask them for anything, and, but it has my name on there. They're like, okay, who is this? You know, okay, let me Google her. Let me look around, blah, 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 or whatever. If they don't know me, congratulations. I'm just proud of you. 
Like, keep doing what you're doing. You're inspiring me. And I have been doing this for years, years. And, you know, and I met so many people just by, when I go out in public, say, oh my God, you send me notes and you inspire me. And I'm like, oh my God. So sometimes just touching 10 people a day who can make a difference in your life, but then you can also make a difference in their life. And then collaboration is the key for everything. So anyway, I know I talked to enough, Sydney. But I'm, here here it. I'm here for it. Um, I want you, everyone listening to know that I wrote down every single thing. And if you are in the same boat, I am. Or if you just want to find more ways to get money, please, please. I have been, been taking notes the same way that I have. But um, thank you so, so, so much, Miss Mason, for all that information and just for like trying to uplift me in my ways. Because like, you know, I know that I'm young. And I know that I can utilize that in the best ways that I can. But I'm almost touching my third year of doing this podcast. Um, wow, really? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I'm excited to see what the future holds with it and everything and um, my journey into college and continuing it. And, you know, I've had conversations with my mom of just being like, how can I make my money work for me while I'm asleep um, while I'm in college? You know what I'm saying? Um, and I really just think that that work can start now. Um, so I'm definitely going to look up. It's going to start right now. Yes. The goal is, um, it's just something that me and my family have always like talked about. Um, when we, when they say I become rich and famous, right. Um, it's like my mom gets a house, my dad gets a golf course and my grandma gets a boat. So hopefully one day, one of these days, don't forget me. Don't forget me. I will get you a Louis Vuitton bag. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And I'm going to give you Louis Vuitton stock. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> but thank you so much. So, so much, Ms. Mason, for joining me this far. And thank you to my listeners for listening. Uh, and we will be right back after this break. Hey, this is Sydney Chalonet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that'll be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that'll talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Sydney Collins of Perfect Timing. Classy, chic, cultured, custom group travel. That's the exceptional travel destination Travel Club Quay. From Miami to Dubai and all the places in between, XTD Travel Club has you covered. Whether you're planning a vacation or staycation, here at XTD Travel Club, we believe your next vacation is only limited to how big you are willing to dream. Customized, all-exclusive, Upscale travel for groups is what we do. Celebrating a milestone birthday, anniversary, or just want to get away with family and friends, but you want someone else to plan the trip? From the black car service that picks you up and takes you to the airport to the group dinner at your all-inclusive resort, well, our XTV Concierge Travel Service has you covered. And did we mention we offer installment painted plans on many of our packages? Well, we do. So we've got you covered there too. 
You just tell us where and when, and we will take care of the rest. Visit us today on the web at www.exceptionaltravel.com. That's exceptional with an X. On Facebook at Exceptional Travel Destinations Travel Club, or on Instagram at Exceptional Travel Destinations, or call us at 844-XTD-TRAVEL and get ready to live, explore, and celebrate one STD vacation at a time. Mention code EELVK10 and receive 10% off your first travel package with XTD Travel Club. Welcome back, everyone. Again, I'm here with Miss Gail Perry Mason. I like to say the whole name. I think it's a full package. <laughs> um, but we were just getting into her conversation about an opportunity she has for the youth. So go ahead and share. Yes, Sydney. Oh, my God. I wish you were going with us. Let me tell you what I'm doing. So I always, you know, I would say our youth are like Kodak film. They need exposure and development, which is a different thing because you don't even know what Kodak film is. But anyway, so let me tell you what your parents make. So I believe that exposure is everything. Mm -hmm. And so we, I had an opportunity, I collaborated with Young People Travel, an organization, Sonia Weston is the executive director's name. So her and I sending notes, collaborating, networking, whatever, which is social capital was so important. So she, we went to Dubai last year. And we took a group of youth and I purchased Croc stock for all of the youth. And then we went to the Croc store in Dubai. Oh, wow. They went in there as owners. Hmm. And then we played tug of war in the sand. Uh, Croc stock versus Nike stock, which is going to make the most money and blah, blah, blah. So we did that and they had to get on each side. But it was also a mental health lesson. It's when to hold on and when to let go of stock. Mm-hmm. And don't get burnt and have an exit strategy mm-hmm. and when to let go. But it also comes when it comes to grief, to hate, to everything. So I always take I always take a rope with me everywhere I go just to say, hey, tug of war is so important. And then because we got to know in life when to hold on and when to let go. And that's with so many things, relationships and everything. You know, we need an exit strategy and a strategy. And but strategy always includes love. But we can't love anything, it can't love us back. But this year, uh, opportunity came up with the same person. She said, Gail, how many kids you want to take to South Africa? I'm like, what? South Africa? And then I said, wait a minute, wait, hold up. Let me see if we can, let me see if I have a contact over in South Africa and Johannesburg and how we can ring the stock exchange bell. Because my dream is to have them ring the New York stock exchange bell, this bell, that bell, every bell. I want my young people to be ringing it and ringing it in and starting over. And so, and they said, okay, yeah, let's do it. So I have two contacts. Anyway, we shout, we're ringing the bell, July 24th in Johannesburg. And so, and all I'm worried about now is what my babies are gonna wear. I want them all to dress alike, ring the bell, do everything. So excited to do this. And, but to go to Johannesburg and learn about the companies in Johannesburg, to learn about um Nelson Mandela we're doing the sport of investing this year because I don't want I don't like we talk about money people get bored or whatever I'm like no 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 not it's not boring I try to make it fun and I think that is what I like to bring to the table 
and to share with others. So we're doing the sport of investing because Nelson Mandela, his story, he put sports and he said, that's how you bring unity. That's what he did during his lifetime. We're talking about rugby and this, that, everything about unity and love. So I'm using his message to, for my camp this summer, I'm taking 300 youth this summer to put on the camp. We're only taking 10% of them to Johannesburg. But with that, we're playing the very first day, money baseball. You can't, you can't go from base to base in life and hit a home run if you don't know the basics. So I have my signs. What's a stock? What's a bond? What's the equity? What's a debt? This, that. So in order to have a financial home run in life, you have to know the basics. So we're playing financial football. I mean, financial football too. Run me my money. We're playing soccer. We're playing, you have to write down your goals before you play soccer. So we're going to have a day of tennis where everybody learns how to serve the ball, but then they go serve in the community. So I'm putting every day, all of our young people are playing sports and we're doing sports and entertainment. And with the sports and entertainment, what we're doing, we're doing where they have to also, they, they can learn how to become a DJ. I'm doing a career fair. They can be a DJ, learn how to do a podcast, learn how to do all these different things. So that's what we're doing in order to, you know, for our, uh, for you know, what we're doing this summer. But going to Johannesburg is like my, like, oh my God, that is like my, you don't even want to know how excited I am. When they ring that bell, Sydney, you know, you're going to hear me crying from Johannesburg. Like my babies are going to be ringing this bell in Johannesburg, the motherland and learning, going to Nelson Mandela's house, going where he was in jail, going, I mean, what an experience. And some of the young people that we're taking and that are in my camp too, like I take young people who, everyone who has, they have parents in jail. If they're in foster care, like I was in foster care. If they, so a lot of people, it's their first time even going to the airport. So yeah. it's, and then I got people who have traveled before. So we put everybody together because in the word opportunity is the word unity. So this mm-hmm. way we bring everybody together. That's what Nelson Mandela was all about bringing people together, all walks of life, learning from each other, learning hustle, hard work comes hand in hand, but it's all about unity, all about love, and all about working together. We get more together in the strength and numbers. And that's how, that's why collaboration, strength, unity, Nelson Mandela, he pulled it all together for our whole entire world. And now we're going to experience what he did firsthand. Wow. I'm excited. I'm excited, Sydney. I'm excited for you. I wish I could come. I know. Me too. Yeah. I, I'm, I really deeply appreciate, you know, the effort and, you know, the energy that you are putting towards the youth. And, you know, like you said, that unity, that's a part of opportunity, you know, just bringing people from both sides of the spectrum in Because I really think, you know, even with the people that who seem to have a more privileged lifestyle, like maybe in some ways they could be lacking, you know, maybe like you, like they were like you where they didn't have a mentor, you know, and so you're bringing them in. And, you know, the people who um, haven't had any kind of opportunities close to people that were privileged, you know, you were giving them that opportunity as well. And especially as something as valuable as knowing your money, uh, the people who know their money the most are the most successful, in my opinion, Um, you know, because they know how to use it. They know where it goes and, you know, they're able to create that general generational wealth and maybe dismantle like those generational curses that may involve finance and stuff like that. And, you know, when they teach them they teach a younger generation, they can teach them one after them. And so you were doing just that. And, you know, hopefully one day there will be someone to take your seat and 
just continue to push on and push for the strive towards. Yeah, come and, on, take my seat. Come on, sit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just striving toward uh, that era of just like where everyone's good and everyone knows how to, you know, use their money and stuff like that. Um, but I truly enjoy, you know, just seeing the youth in that realm and, you know, like giving back is one of the things that I, that really spoke to me that what you were mentioning, because, you know, there's nothing better than, you know, like, you know, someone who they have a lot of money, you're like someone who obtains a lot of money. It's just like, uh, one of the fun questions I like to ask in my rapid fire, which hopefully we can do later on is, um, if you had a million dollars right now, what would you do with it? And it's really funny. I feel like you can tell a lot about the person when they answer that question. Um, mm-hmm. you know, most of the time, at least for what the people I've had on my podcast, they said they would invest it or they would say they would, they said they would save it. And, uh, or, you know, they would give half to an organization, they would do- donate and all these different things. There's so many creative ways and, you know, was such a big number as a million dollars. Um, and, you know, just like to see the ways that they would maneuver it and use it is inspiring to me. Um, and the whole platform of my podcast is to showcase to everyone the way that you think and work and to see that there's people my age that put, that are putting that kind of effort into thought, um, into having so much money like that, um, hypothetically, but hopefully one day it can be realistic. Um, it's going to happen. Like, You're going to speak that into ex- existence, Sydney. It you will happen. Louis Vuitton purse. Millionaires everywhere. Yes, ma'am. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. It will happen. Millionaires everywhere. Um, I think I want to ask another piece of advice, um, you know, especially as for me becoming a college student soon. Um, I know that like, there's a constant term of like the broke college student. Hopefully I don't really have to turn out into that situation, um, where, you know, I know what I'm doing with my money and how to manage it, especially as a college student. Um, so do you have any advice? Um, one of the questions I have here is like on like expenses, groceries, the transportation, or even like entertainment. Cause I always feel like, you know, you can always have a good time on a budget in my opinion. Um, but yeah. Right. Yeah. any advice do you have in that realm? So, yes. So what I want you to do is one or two apps. I need you to get one is called pocket guard, which is just for college students. It's amazing. But another one is called mint.com. And it gives you a financial report card like, hey, Sydney, you don't spend too much money in entertainment. Hey, Sydney, you pay, spend too much money here uh, in transportation. So that's the one thing. So I want you to, first of all, get those apps. And they're, they're good and they're absolutely free. But I need you to have those apps to actually, to because a lot, because you guys are, you guys handle things differently. Back in the day, we just wrote it down like, hey, or we just knew like, oh my God, I'm overdrawn. We couldn't right. even look on our phone to see we were overdrawn. We just had to like go to ATM like, oh, I can't get any money out, you know? Like, you know, so it's a whole different world back in the day. So, but Mint will kind of, hey, this balance is low. This balance is getting low. I need you to do this. I need you to do this. So I need you to actually get those two apps and that's one of the main things I need you to do. And then also create to um, while you're in college, whether it's a penny hoarder, whether it's when you go away to college, say, oh, I'm going to clean out Sydney's closet. I'm going to clean out my closet. I'm going to take clothes that I'm not going to take with me and I'll probably never wear again. And I'm going to take them to a consignment shop or a shop and say, hey, I'm going to sell these to you. And then this way, you can sell things that you're not going to use. And then you can teach other people how to do it on your podcast too. So start doing things also, you know, that you can do that. And then, um, um, you know, and then start, you know, figuring out like with your passion. And then when you get to school, like, oh, 
Town Run the Schools podcast. Can I do this? Can I do? Oh, no, no. And then another thing you could do, like my son did this, manage a team when you go away. So I don't know if you have time to manage a team, but say if you, a semester, say if I want to manage a tennis team, soccer team, softball team, blah, blah, I don't know if you ever played sports, but maybe you could manage that team and you can get free tuition. So just an idea, just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, just a thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm still trying to look, look for ways. I, I applied to uh, my first paid internship. So hopefully I find out soon. I think I found out by like the end of May-ish if I get the internship. So oh, you better let me know, Sydney. You better let me know. I will. It's, it's, and it's just something that's totally within my realm. And, you know, it really talks about um, the supporting of African-Americans or just people of color in general, being in the industry I'm in, like uh, public relations, communications, uh, journalism and stuff like that, or even technology. Um, Cause I did take a little bit of some programming classes. Uh, so I can really tap into that skill set as well. Um, so I'm excited. Hopefully uh, it's something I can do soon. It would be uh, something I think I can reapply for uh, throughout my four years of college. So I'll keep you uh, on standby. Keep me posted. Keep me posted. Crazy for it. I already know. Okay. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Um, but actually, I want to know because like I've heard um, and like like I was saying earlier, you guys, make sure you're writing everything down. I have a list right here of pocketguardedmint.com. I've actually heard of both of those. So thank you for the lovely reminder of those uh, organizations. Um, but I've also heard of, you know, like building your credit score as a college student um, with a, I think they're called like a discovery card. A discover um, card. Yes, you can. You can do it with Capital One and Discover, either or. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So I don't know how much you know about, about uh, you know, the st- Discovery card and stuff like that, but um, do you really think that would be a beneficial way for me to start building my yes. credit? Start to start building your credit. Yes. And also have a relationship with the credit union. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think and I know you're going to be good with your spending, so I'm, I already know you're not going to ever use it up to the limit. Always use under half of the limit. Yes. Right. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Righty. I've had such a wonderful, wonderful time just talking to you about your journey. Thank you. I had a wonderful time. I'm proud of you. I'm so proud Thank of you. you. I cannot wait to see what your future holds. You have so much promise. Thank so much. You. I hope you know you have a spot on my board of directors. <laughs> done, 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 done. I'm on your board of directors. So when you have a publicly traded board, you can be like, I had her on my board of directors. I'm going to make sure we give her contracts or do whatever so yes <laughs> in my retirement yes <laughs> <laughs> yes um okay so i think we have time i would love to play our fun game of rapid fire questions are you ready i'm ready i'm ready Cindy. Okay. okay this is the most like imperative question to me that i ask my all my guests so okay here we go what is your favorite ice cream flavor my favorite ice cream flavor okay I love vanilla ice cream with caramel and nuts. Okay. I have to have that. That is my favorite. That is my favorite. Okay. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, do you prefer the movie or the book? Movie. Okay. Okay. Um, if there's anywhere in the world that you could live, where would it be? You know, I could live... I would have to say I never want to leave Detroit to live as my home because it's where my family is and wherever family is, that's home. And that's the only place I never want to be far away from people I love. And so Detroit is my home and Detroit is where my kids are. Most of them between Detroit and Chicago and 
you know, so that's, I, I, I've never been without just, and wherever they are, I'll go and visit. And I come back home and that's where they come for the holidays. So I, I, I'm so into family and, you know, family means to me, Sydney, forget about me. I love you. But if my kids go somewhere and they have kids and they need me, that's going to be where I go. So that's, that's always, so that's, I just want to be where my kids are, my children. Okay, let's see. If you could sit down and have a coffee with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? I would love to talk to, I would love dead Nelson Mandela and how he brought people together and love and Mother Teresa. Okay. I just think she was all about love also. So between Mother Teresa, between Nelson Mandela, and I always thought Diane Carroll was all about grace, was all about love. And I just love how Diane Carroll wore pearls. I wear pearls all the time. So, and she's another person. So that's it. All right. Well, since I brought it up earlier, I have to ask you, if you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? If I had a million dollars today, what I would do is I would, all the girls that are graduating and their senior year from high school, this is my dream. This is my dream, Sydney. I want to buy them all a strand of pearls because they are a pearl. And I want them to walk across the stage and get a diploma and some pearls so they can always wear pearls and know that they are loved. And because pearls mean... You know, in order to become a pearl, it's an oyster. You have to go through so much, but you shine and you continue to shine. So if anything happens, you go to a job interview, okay, I can wear my pearls. This happened, oh, let me wear my pearls. I go to dance, let me wear my pearls. Let me do, so I, that is one thing that I would definitely do. I would just, I would, I would buy, I would, and I would have a foundation that invests to give to others, a pay it forward foundation. And that's what I would do if I had a million dollars today and I would help, I could help more people. And that's what I would do. Oh, I love that. Well, at least after this year, I won't be part of that spectrum anymore, but I would love, I think that idea of having, you know, pearls and, you know, just graduating. Do you have your pearls, Sydney? I didn't get pearls. You what? I don't have pearls. You don't have any pearls? I'm going to get you some pearls, Sydney. Give me your, give me your information. Give me your, you had to send me your info. So yes, do you ma'am. know, Cheryl, do you know Cheryl who put, that put me in touch with, okay, get, do it, do it, do it. We're going to make it happen. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. yes congratulations. Yes. Um, but yes, thank you so much. I am so disheartened, but our interview has come to an end. I wish I could ca- talk to you forever about, you know, financial literacy and just like the way you've been uplifting myself and others listening and just the people that you will be impacting, especially on your journey to South Africa in a few months. I'm so excited to hear about that. That's um, so I can't wait. Yes. Before I let you go, uh, can you share with my listeners how they can reach and follow you? Sure. So they can follow me on Instagram. I think it's Gail P. Mason on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn, Gail Perry Mason. Twitter, Facebook, so you can follow me anywhere there. Uh, I could, you could also email me at gpmason2000 and Gmail is my email. So, 
Thank you. So I look forward to hearing from your listeners. I look forward to your audience enlarging your territory, um, your reach, and just you just an overflow of blessings. Thank you. And you guys can hear today. She has had such an open door. And you know, when it comes to financial aid or maybe anything else, you know, I feel like Ms. Gail Perry Mason will be there. Um, but once again, everyone, this is an installment of Save a Girl, Save a World. And if you can't already tell through this conversation, they just invest so much into the girls associated with them. So if you are interested in either, either becoming a mentor, a mentee, if you would like to be an intern, if you want to be a part of any of the projects and organizations tied with Save a Girl, Save a World, go to www.staveagirlsaveaworld.org to get involved. Um, they have so many opportunities here for you. Um, and I'm just so excited to see where everything goes. So thank you so much again, Ms. Mason, for joining me. And thank you to my listeners for listening. And this is Perfect Timing. Hey, Jay, stay with